0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 28 of Real Estate Investing in New York with me, Christina Kramidis. And in this episode, we are catching up on where we left off and covering a lot of lost time. So stay tuned, we're covering everything here. Hey guys, welcome back. You're probably thinking, where has Christina been? We are going to pick up where we left off in this episode. There is a lot to fill you guys in on. I did receive a lot of emails from you guys, which I appreciated, asking where the show was. Was the podcast going to come back? Were we going to do new episodes? And the answer is yes, we are definitely continuing with the podcast full steam ahead, and I'm going to give you the rundown on what happened at the end of 2021 and everything you guys missed and what our plans are for the future. This is going to be a two-part episode, so episode 28, I'm going to give you everything that we had covered off on, and episode 29, which is going to be the next episode that is posted, will cover everything that's to come in 2022. So we covered a lot of really great content in 2021 before the podcast went dark. We covered the lowball offer. We talked about how to win as a buyer in a seller's market. We talked about land lease buildings. We talked about the best neighborhoods to invest in right now. And you guys really loved those episodes, which was good learning for me because we're going to keep – Episodes like that that are new and current into the podcast moving forward as well So where have I been? This is the question that everyone's been asking You guys have been reaching out to me on social media, Instagram, emailing me through the podcast So the second half of 2021, especially the last quarter of 2021 was so incredibly busy in real estate After the pandemic and once things started to slightly come back to normal after COVID, the real estate market went haywire. So buyers were frantically trying to scoop up properties truly a seller's market in every sense of the word. There were bidding wars left and right on properties of all shapes and sizes and price points. And that's still going on right now. So we're still not out of it. But luckily, I was able to bring on resources that are helping me to be able to get back to creating these episodes for you. So a little bit about how crazy the market was in 2021. To put it into perspective for you, fourth quarter sales, were the highest that they've been for a fourth quarter in 32 years. When we saw that data come out, I wasn't shocked at all by it, but for 32 years as a high, it was really insane and really helped put into perspective why we were so busy and so crazy. Listing inventory fell by its most significant rate in over seven years. So there is a shortage of inventory right now in the Manhattan and Brooklyn markets. Buyers are just sitting waiting for properties to hit the market. And when they hit the market, they're jumping at them, causing wild bidding wars. We've seen more bidding wars than we've seen since 2018. And the median sale price was significantly higher than it was in Q4 of 2019 pre-pandemic. So. Things have just been going completely crazy here. And I actually have a story for you about just how bad it got. Sellers really have been playing games with buyers, and this is not all that uncommon in New York City real estate when it comes to a seller entertaining multiple offers from multiple different buyers, sending out multiple contracts, having multiple deals potentially in the works. It's really not all that uncommon, but what happened in this particular instance was the first time I've seen it. And it caused us to really shift how we place offers on properties and how we're negotiating properties. So I was working with a buyer around the $1 million price point, which really is one of the most competitive price points to be looking in right now. That's where a lot of the bidding wars are happening. So this was on a property in Brooklyn, priced around a million dollars. And we came to an, an agreement on the price with the seller and I was representing the purchaser. And we got an offer accepted. We proceeded into the due diligence phase. We looped in the attorneys. The attorneys negotiated the contract, ironed out all the kinks. We worked for about a week on reviewing the due diligence documents. We paid for the building to release their offering plan, financials, all of their due diligence documents, which costs a few hundred dollars to have that information sent out. And the attorney did their entire job, analyzed the entire building, figured out all the details with the contract, we were good to go. My buyer signed the contract and sent in his 10% down payment, sent the wire over to the seller's attorney, and we should have been officially in contract. And we heard back the following day that we didn't have the deal after all and that another buyer – they were going to go with another buyer – This had never happened before on a transaction that I've worked on to let a buyer go so far as completing due diligence, incurring an entire attorney fee, which is over $3,000 to pay for building due diligence documents. So now this client was probably about $4,000 in at this point, just to say that we don't have the deal. It was really disheartening for myself as well as obviously my buyer and uh, I was so, so sad that this had happened, and it was really just an example of just how competitive things had gotten in New York City real estate. So it was really a eye-opening moment, and really caused me to adjust how aggressive I was being when it comes to placing offers on behalf of clients in this kind of a market. Usually, you don't want to come off as too aggressive too soon because if it's not justified and you look aggressive and combative, you actually hurt your chances of getting the deal in a competitive market. So there's a lot of feeling around when it comes to placing the right offer and how aggressive to get at what point. But we started getting really aggressive. So we changed the way we started submitting offers and this was something that I did that helped my clients moving forward. So we started walking away from deals after placing an offer and seeing that we weren't getting a response within a reasonable time frame, we figured our offer was getting shopped around and I told my purchasers as long as I was representing the purchaser side let's walk we need to go to a different property because this one is clearly playing games with us so we started doing that which caused sellers to get more serious and react more quickly um, to us because we clearly weren't messing around here at this point and the other thing that I started doing that I was actually surprised worked because I had never done it before was sending in offers with an additional provision stating that if the seller backs out of our transaction, while we are in the process of completing due diligence. And as long as we did not cause any delays and there was no fault of our own, if the seller decides to walk away from the deal and entertain another buyer while we are working on getting into contract, incurring attorney fees and incurring due diligence fees overall, that my buyers would be reimbursed from the seller for their lost money and this was when I sent it in for the first time in an offer I thought they were going to say like literally get out of here that's ridiculous I've never heard of this before but it worked. It worked multiple times. And I just explained to them, like, I have to look out for my buyers. This is a absolutely insane market. I've been seeing things that I've never seen before. And this is the way it is. If you want my buyer's offer, this is how it's coming. And multiple sellers agreed. So that was great. So if you're an agent listening to this podcast, or even if you are just a purchaser working on your own, Just keep that in mind if you're trying to win a bid or if you have a deal and you want some small element of protection added to it. I think that that would be a good idea that you might want to try. So that worked for us and that's been how I've actually been submitting offers most recently. Um, While we're in this crazy market, it's just absolutely necessary. So that was an interesting learning that came out of how wild 2021 was. And there was another huge update business and personal that happened in 2021 at the end of the year, and that was officially starting the Christina Cremitas team at Douglas Element Real Estate. So I officially started a team and brought on two agents who are working with me, and we are actually bringing on a fourth agent this month. So it's been very, very exciting. I didn't think it was possible to find other agents that work so well together that where we're just so in sync and they are so motivated and dedicated to their work. But I was so thrilled to find Anna Horbata and Joseph Tesserero. They are my founding team members. We officially formalized everything at the end of the year last year and we hit the ground running so strong. It's been so amazing to watch us become a cohesive, well-oiled machine. And I am so excited for what's going to come in 2022 now that we're together. So you may have seen a video that I released introducing the team. If you haven't seen it, you can check ChristinaCremidas.com where I have it posted at the very top of the website. And you'll probably also find it if you look through my Instagram. But I would love for you to, Check out Anna and Joseph, see what they're all about as well. I have their bios listed on my website. And yeah, I'm really happy to say that I was able to close out 2021 with an award-winning performance in terms of deals closed and GCI, which stands for Gross Commission Income, which is how real estate agents measure ultimately how successful they were. And I do know, even though Douglas Elliman holds an award season every March where they award agents for their performance in the prior year. So nothing has been sent out yet, but I do know that I do fall into the range that qualifies for an award where the cutoff is up to $500,000 in GCI. So I'm proud for achieving that last year. And now that I have additional agents on the team with me, I know that we are set up for success and that we are going to run right past that this year, and it's really, really exciting, and I'm, and I'm very excited to have you guys learn along with us and see everything that we have ready to share with you guys. It has been very interesting stepping into the team leader role as a real estate broker. I had not done that since entering into this industry, and it's been really cool to add training and motivating and exciting my team members every morning In addition to the deals that I get to work on every day, it's such a breath of fresh air. It's been really cool to help train my team and get everything sorted and work with you guys as you've been coming through from this podcast and through the YouTube channel and through social media. We've been receiving so many inquiries from you guys and requests to work together that there was no option but to start a team. And be able to have the resources in place to work with each and every one of you and make sure that you're getting the absolute best service from us. In addition to starting a team with real estate, I finally brought on the resources that I needed to help me bring high quality content to you guys. So between the podcast, YouTube, and social media, and now that TikTok popped up during the pandemic, there were so many needs for content and creating stuff on social media for you guys that I was really struggling to keep up with once real estate got busy again. And I'm so thankful to say that I brought on a dedicated videographer and a social media manager and people that are going to be able to help me Bring content to you guys more regularly, which is one of my goals for 2022. And that leads me into the topic for our next episode, episode 29, where I'm going to be discussing with you the future of this podcast, more topics that I have in mind that we are going to discuss together in episode 29 and beyond, and exactly what we have in store for 2022. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. You guys are the best. I really appreciate you guys. And stay tuned for episode 29.